This is the 200 Churches Podcast. This podcast was created to provide resources and encouragement to leaders of small churches. Our mission is to encourage and equip leaders of the 94% of congregations in America under 500 members. This is the 200 Churches Podcast. My name is Jeff Cady, and I'm here with... Johnny Craig. And you know, Johnny, it's a Monday. Yesterday, I did something for the first time ever in my nine years of being here. What'd you do, Jeff? I actually asked somebody else to preach for me, even though I had nothing else going on so you just you felt like you needed a little staycation you know i just wasn't i just wasn't (laughs) feeling it this weekend you just didn't feel like you could muster up a palm sunday message no so so i got one of my elders who is quite able in the pulpit he did a great job yeah and uh, as i was sitting there i thought you know this isn't so bad actually sitting in the pew on a sunday you know i'm just wondering i'm I'm feeling kind of the itch you know it was kind of it was kind of nice to not to have to preach on a sunday morning yeah no i I can understand that. There's definitely um, there's Wednesday nights and Sunday nights that I'm not really feeling the lesson. And yeah, I think to myself, tonight would be a good night just to sit back and watch some Netflix. So you've been around here for what, eight months? Eight months and You're I'm already itch. itch. <laughs> How long have you been here? You're getting the itch. I mean, I've been here nine years. I'm getting that nine-year itch. you got that nine-year itch. Yeah, okay. You know, it's just time to get a new congregation. <laughs> you know, time to time to recycle my messages. Sure. I mean, you know, it, it's, it would be really nice if people saw me as new and fresh. That is a good feeling. Crisp. That's a great feeling. You know, special. Because I'm just the guy that's here every Sunday. Even though this past weekend they did kind of surprise me with a birthday cake. That was nice. Big song and cookies for everybody that was uh, one of our one of our families did that for me which was which was that was actually you know actually now that I think about it I, I'm, I'm going to stay. You're going to stick around. I'm, I'm going to stay. That's good. Because every 50 years I'm going to get a cake and cookies like I was 50 the other day and so in 50 more years at 100 they're, they're bound to do that again. Well I think we can probably arrange that when you okay. turn 100. Alright so, so today we're talking about Today's a Monday. We want to talk about, now you're hearing it on a Wednesday, but we're recording this on a Monday, and the kind of the title of this podcast is Staying Put When You're Prone to Wander. There you go. Yeah, we're pulling a little- Lord, I feel it. Pulling a little hymn language in. Prone to leave the church I love? <laughs> Huh? Some of you guys are out there, you're feeling that right now. So uh, this makes me think of the, the phrase Monday morning quarterback. So I, I'm kind of a football fan and, you know, they like to say, well, you know, we, we're, they're playing Monday morning quarterback today and thinking about all the, all the things that went wrong. Well, what about Monday morning pastoring when the Sunday wasn't quite what you wanted it to be or, or you're at the end of a long sermon series and you're thinking like, hey, this would be the time to go. And yeah, you're Monday morning pastoring a little bit and thinking, is this time to get going? Well, or when that person, when that one more person comes to you and says, hey, pastor, can I meet with you this week? I've just got some concerns. concerns. Yeah, concerns. yeah, some concerns. <laughs> that's the dirty, and, and doesn't that, that's the dirty word. That hurls your mind into the past into all the other people that have had concerns, yes. and it just makes you want to flee. It makes you want to run. It makes you never want to make that appointment. Um, I think I think I read somewhere that it takes 15 compliments to make up for every criticism. Well, evangelistically speaking, it does. I think the one I read, it said it takes 10, 10 for every okay. one. That's still a lot. But still, people don't normally come to you to tell you how good things are going. That's true. Normally, if there's a 
concern. They come to you then and they want to talk about it. So complaints and concerns really can lead to discouragement if we're not careful. So maybe you're out there and, and your your people are bringing you a lot of these concerns. And we just want to tell you, hey, stay encouraged and you know find the silver lining. God's got you where you are for a reason and, and find those things. Give yourself a compliment. Jeff and I know a guy who um, who doesn't have the greatest self-confidence and he once said that a, a psychiatrist told him, hey, Eric, you just got to you just got to pat yourself on the back a little bit. So today, we just want to encourage you, if you're Monday morning pastoring, we want to encourage you, pat yourself on the back because you know you are making a difference. That's what we're all about here at 200 Churches is reminding you that your leadership makes a huge difference in the kingdom of God. And while that's true, we don't want to get, we don't want to get too positive because today is all about wallowing in our self-pity, talking about <laughs> the things that cause us to be easily discouraged and, and start to get that itch, Sorry. thinking that you know maybe we want to we want to go somewhere else. So the first thing we talked about is discouragement because right. it's easy for pastors to get discouraged, especially when you begin to hear. You know they say that seven people can drive a pastor out of a ministry. In fact, that was some kind of data research was done, and it was an average of seven people squawking in your ear, complaining, telling you you're not doing a good job, telling you that your you know your leadership isn't good enough, your preaching isn't good enough, your administration isn't good enough, you name it. It just takes seven people. And over the course of the nine years I've been here, there have been times when there were three or four people Man, it sounded like a lot of people. You begin to wonder, does anybody even want me to stay at this church? Wow. Another thing is uh, the feeling of, so discouragement can cause us to want to leave, uh, make us prone to wander. Uh, the second thing is failure. When we attempt a ministry initiative and we fail, that can really cause us to want to leave. But this could be you know, real or perceived failure. It doesn't necessarily have to be that you got an F on the ministry assignment that you were trying to do. Maybe it just didn't come off quite as well as you wanted. I I had a youth event this fall, and I, I promoted the heck out of it. I had 60 kids show up. That's a win. I thought, man, yep. that's a huge win. Yep. I got 60 kids showing up. And the next night at youth group, I had eight students. Wow. Uh, eight students. So you're only missing 52 of them. Right. And that felt like a big failure. But, you know, by whose, by whose standards? Well, mathematically, standards, it would be a pretty big failure. That's true. But Thanks, by any Jeff. other standards, probably not. <laughs> Thanks for that. But, yeah, it felt like a failure because I had those expectations. And so when we feel like we've failed something as pastors, I mean, that can drive us that can drive us crazy and it can drive us right out of our ministry. And we're kind of goofing around here, but we're talking about people. We're working with people. Right. You know, we're not handling packages. We're not pushing produce. We're not delivering some kind of a service or a good. We're actually working with people's hearts and with their souls. And we're reaching out to people and we're trying to connect them to their creator. And we're trying to connect them to their savior. So when we fail in some of these areas, we can take it fairly seriously. And and we should take it seriously. Sure. Uh, but like you said, uh, the expectations that we've laid out, perhaps we haven't met our expectations, but maybe other expectations that we hadn't thought about have been met. But again, that's getting positive. We don't want to get positive. No, today is all about no. being negative. Wallow. Today wallow. is we about wallow. negativity. Okay, what's another reason why pastors get discouraged and want to leave? I think another big reason is uh, that pastors are lonely people. And this is something that I heard from a pastor friend of mine, which maybe it's ironic that I call him a friend, because he was 
was he was lamenting that as pastors we have nobody that we can talk to we we just don't have anybody who we can confide in or share with and it's like there's this barrier between us and all the other people because you know we're the pastors with our holy problems and, and you know they're out there doing their own thing yeah and so it can easily we can easily feel lonely and the answer to that is just straightforward is get connected but again we don't want to be positive but i can hardly talk about loneliness with without saying if you're out there and you're feeling lonely and you are lonely and you are alone you need to get connected absolutely because ministry is not done alone this should be priority number one for you if you're feeling alone out there that's not the way that god has intended it to be that's not the way that he's created you to be so find a pastor find a friend find somebody and you know get real with them and just get yourself some community okay johnny so if they're really lonely probably they should email us so you can email absolutely. us at what i am uh, johnny j o n n y at 200churches.com and Jeff at 200churches.com. Pretty easy. If you Seriously, if you are lonely and you really don't have another pastor to talk to or to confide in, give us a call, send us an email, and we'd love to talk to you. You know, another reason why we sometimes get discouraged is just simply because we've been, we've been getting angry. We're angry with people's uh, performance. We're angry with people's treatment of us. We're angry with people who are not invested the same way that we're invested. Uh, we're angry maybe with somebody who said, something about a member of our family or somebody who's taken what really is a positive thing and they're just trying to make it a negative thing. There could be all kinds of things that we're angry over. And over time, that anger begins to distance us and alienate us from the passion that we ought to have in serving in our church. So, Johnny, what are the, you know, what's, what's an answer to that anger? I think one of the biggest things is we just need to communicate and open up and communicate with the people that we're feeling angry with. So actually have a confrontation yeah. Without it being negative. A non-confrontational confrontation. It's one that will be helpful. Right. A helpful a helpful conversation, a helpful confrontation with somebody. And then just remember to forgive. And, you know, this is something that, that we as pastors know. Jesus talked about forgiveness all the time. He says 70 times 7, we need to forgive somebody. So, you know, set the example. And forgiveness is a hard thing to do. But... I believe that it's it's like a drug, and once you do start forgiving people, you're not going to want to stop, because it's going to feel really good to offload all that anger and all that resentment, and really move forward with your ministry in the way that God intended for you to do it. Another thing we have here is burnout. That's that's a big reason um, that, that pastors want to get out of the ministry, is they just feel like they've burned out. And now, Jeff, I'm no expert at burnout, because like you said, I've only been here eight months, and um, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you I have not put in 90 hours a week in that time, and so I'm I'm not feeling close to burnout, but you've been in the ministry a long time. Um, and here specifically for nine years. Is this an issue you've ever encountered? Well, this is a hard one for me to gauge because I, by nature, have an optimistic, positive attitude. But when I get to the point where I have no passion or I'm not optimistic, my optimism is gone, I really know that perhaps, you know, perhaps I am getting to that burnout stage. And while I've never experienced, you know, fall on the kitchen floor, cry like a baby for three hours type of burnout. That's extreme. You know, that is extreme. But guys, I mean, some of the people listening today might uh, might have experienced that. I have experienced just 
seasons of time, months at a time, where I feel like I cannot gin up the passion for ministry that I've had before and that I know that I need to possess in order to really care for people and do the ministry God's calling me to do. If you are extremely burned out right now, I want to encourage you, take a break. Take a long, take an extended Sabbath. Ask for a sabbatical if that's something that you think your church is able to offer. Because truthfully, it's going to take more than a weekend of R&R if you're in an one of these cases where it's a three hours on the kitchen floor crying. But if, if you just feel like maybe you're approaching burnout, you're getting toward it, we would encourage you, listen to some of the podcasts we had about balancing life and ministry. Because we talked a lot about um, setting a schedule, being able to say no to things as they come up, and really... Um, yeah, really controlling your life and your ministry at the same time to try and avoid the burnout so that you can be a more balanced and healthy person, both physically um, and uh, emotionally. Because this is 200churches.com, we're talking to pastors of smaller churches. Likely, they're not going to be able to take a one or two or three month sabbatical. No. Maybe not even a, a two week sabbatical. And that's part of the that's part of the cause of burnout. When you feel trapped, when you feel like there are no answers, there are no uh, solutions, and you feel like you're backed into a corner and things aren't going well. And that's really the time that's really time to seek some help, to talk to somebody else. And sometimes you just have to be honest. You have to be painfully honest with somebody else. Let them know where you're at. Talk to your doctor. Talk to a pastor friend in town. Uh, certainly talk to your spouse because it's time to it's time to pull the ripcord and get that parachute up so you don't land quite as hard as you otherwise would have landed. I, th- I think another thing that, um, that can attack pastors, and especially the younger you are, I think that this one happens more and more, is a sense of restlessness. And, you know, this can be your restlessness. Maybe it can be the restlessness of your spouse or your family. But there's this restlessness um, in a ministry, and especially once once you've got things going fairly well, this restlessness can set in. I don't know. For me, at least, if I feel like I'm fighting a giant, right, I can keep on going forward and trucking on with the ministry. But when things kind of settle in and start going the way that I, I want them to go, then then I need this adventure that I need, I need to have this mission that I'm on to fight something, and that restlessness can set in. And so if you're a young pastor out there listening and, you, and you're thinking, yeah, no, I feel that restlessness bit, you know, just know you're not alone in that. that I mean, that's a common feeling that people get. And Jeff, you're, you just turned 50. We were talking about that earlier. Is this still a sense that you get of restlessness? Well, somebody asked me not too long ago if I thought I had another church in me yet. And I said to them, yeah, oh, absolutely. I do have another church in me, and I hope it's right here. I hope that sure. you know we can we can reinvent the ministry we have right now and continue to move forward and continue to change, which takes us into this is really connected to our very last thing we wanted to talk about today in terms of things that make us prone to wander away from our ministries, and that is the lack of change in our ministry. You know, that stagnation in a church that that causes us to feel like, hey, if there there, there isn't a giant, I'm not fighting a giant. In fact, the giant's dead. He's just laying there in front of me and his his flesh is starting to decompose, and there's absolutely nothing enjoyable about this anymore. There is no challenge. There is no fight. People just want it to be the same old, same old, and every time I bring up something for consideration of change, 
oh no, we can't do that. So lack of change is something that we've talked about on the podcast before, and we've talked about killing sacred cows in our churches, and we've talked about you know how to start a new project and things like that. But if you're stuck in a place, if you're mired in a ministry with, with a congregation and elders and leadership that just does not want to change, changes that you really feel God has laid on your heart to bring to that congregation, that can be a huge downer. And so the first thing that you need to do is investigate the situation that you're in to determine, hey, are these people going to change? Are they going to change? What do we say sometimes, Johnny? That pastor, he's got to take his board. He's just got to sit him down. He's got to set him down. He's got to set him down. (laughs) He's got to have a, he got to have a talk. He's got to have a conversation with that board, with that leadership and say, are you men or women are, is this group going to be the group that is ready to move forward with this church? Because as a pastor and as a leader, as a servant of God, you want to be serving God and reaching people and making a difference in people's lives. And you just need to share that passion with your leadership team, whatever the structure is. And if your leadership team is not willing to join you in that, then you have to make a decision. You have to decide, okay, you've set them down. We've had the conversation. Now you've got to decide where are you going to invest your energies? Yeah, I, I heard a story about a pastor once who who had a board in a congregation that that just seemed to be stuck, and he, and he set him down. He sat him down, had a had a meeting, an annual meeting, and he said he said, "Look, here's the situation. Um, I see us kind of in a rut, and maybe you feel that way too. Maybe you don't feel that way. Maybe you're happy just the way things are. And you know, when you die, the church can die, and that's fine. But he said, I'm going to give you a calendar year. We're going to come back the same time next year, and we're going to see where we're at. And if we haven't made some progress. And he, you know, he enumerated some ways that they could show that progress. He said, if we haven't made some progress, got some new families, made some changes, you know, done these types of things, I'm going to put in my resignation. He beat them to the punch. Usually it's the church that'll say that to the pastor. He beat them to that. He did beat them to the punch. And, you know, he gave them, basically he gave them one year working notice. And? And nothing changed. And he left that church. And he left. And he left that church. And you know what? I say good for him. Yeah. I think that, you know, sometimes we are prone to wander and, and every once in a while, those rare occasions like that one, sometimes you got to wander right out the door. Yeah. And, and that's too bad. You, you feel sad for the community that that church is in because doubtless that community needs a good church. Absolutely. I mean, that's the sad part. So today we talked about prone to wander. We're going to add a part two to this podcast. I don't know if it's going to be the next one or not, but we're going to come back to this because we're going to talk about the benefits of staying put. The benefits of a long ministry and the opportunities that 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 long ministry brings you. But until then, thanks for listening to this episode of the 200 Churches Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 200 Churches Podcast. Remember, the leadership that you provide in your church, no matter the size, matters huge in the kingdom of God.